You're, you're, you're listening to TPV Virtual Radio. It's live right now on the Psalmist Voice on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Get your fix 24/7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. What's up, everybody? This is John and Sequoia Howard of the Agape Music Group. Hey, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Let's get it. Let's go. It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne Lebrin at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with yours truly, the Psalmist Voice, by appointment only. Saturdays, is Saturdays Refet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D., at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in and all of our podcast social media platforms. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise. And let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! You're listening to Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones. Right now, TPV Radio. TPV Radio. Sacrifice 
Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Buffet on today. How are you, Pastor Chris? I am good. Ready to get it in and ready to burn the kitchen down. Uh-oh. You better put me in so quick to set fires in people's kitchens. That's right. Uh, you get on call a case. And I'm not, I'm not hawking my, I'm not hawking my, my, my Jordans to get you out. <laughs> I'm not going to sell my Jordans to get you out. But uh, welcome everyone to the buffet on today. Uh, we're still talking about love. Uh, we found out we cannot exhaust the subject of love. And sometimes when we think about love, we forget about to think about the negative side of love, which is what is what love is not. You know what what mm-hmm. does doesn't love not do, and we want to touch that today uh, as well as um, also emphasize love because in this world that we live in, people need to hear uh, positive uh, words of encouragement. Uh, we can get beat down at the grocery store. We don't need no more beatings. We need now. We need some love. Amen. Uh, we, yeah. Roberta and I have the privilege of sitting in the same room on today, and and I'm I'm gleaning from her field, and so I'm I'm excited about that. And uh, you better bet mm-hmm. I'm gonna glean from her field and her kitchen. So don't be mad at me, cause I'm here. Cause I'm gonna get Uh-oh. some tater salad today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did Uh-oh. Sister Peach get on with us today? I believe she's here. Hey, Sister Tree. No. Nope. That's not, not her. Okay, uh-uh. okay. Well, anyway, if she comes on, just let us know. Uh, we'll let Roberta greet the people at this time. Uh-oh. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We, we already have to put in a, a disclosure because uh, Pastor Chris want to set a fire. Yep, you know. yep. You know, we don't want no uh, case today. We don't That's want right. a case, but we uh, we thank God for this opportunity to be on and and uh, share with each and every one today that the greatest of all these is love. So, yes, so we're what we're trying to do walk in love to be what what we're supposed to be, so that people can see Christ. Because that's the only only image that that one can see is in people, because he can't be seen except he's seen through uh what we do and say. And you uh, sit back, relax, 
Get your fire extinguishers out. Yep, yep. Get mm-hmm. ready to to uh, come to our aid if it's you, if you if you smell too much smoke. Don't yeah. dial nine one one. Just uh, just say Lord help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Pastor Chris, I was rolling in here last night and things uh, I pondered a lot of a lot of thoughts as I drove those eight hundred miles to get here. Um, I thought about uh, people that that are in relationships and they look so loving and and they they can't keep their hands off of one another and they walk down the aisle and they get married and they have fifteen children and 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 they put a white picket fence around their house and then all of a sudden they're strange and you say mm. to yourself what what really happened in that relationship where did the love go. Well, I asked another question today. Was there any love ever there? Were we operating out of love or were we operating out of things that we could feel? The the, the things that we bought each other. uh, The words that we said that had no, really had no substance to it. Because Mm. we were saying them to get what we wanted out of the next person. That, to Mm. me, uh, is a defining moment when... And, and as I was driving in, I thought about some of these things, and I thought about how when trouble hits your doorstep, you are about to find out whether you've been operating in lust or love. Because when mm. trouble comes, it has a tendency to define what is in that house. What do you say about that, Pastor Chris, before we get into um Uh-oh. Well, um... I, I I don't think y'all need a fire early in the broadcast. But <laughs> since you want to ask me, I don't have a problem explaining. Now, a lot of us get married based off emotionalism. Uh-oh. What do I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, usually it's the butterflies and because... Mm-hmm. He look good. She look good. Uh, you got the family over, and you know you got the butterflies in the first six months mm-hmm. to a year. Yeah. But yeah. what happens when life happens? Mm-hmm. What happens when there's a dramatic change in the atmosphere? Now, yeah. we always would hear that we need to keep God first. In our marriages, right? The mm-hmm. three yeah, we heard that. strand cord. We hear that a lot too. Now, I, I can be transparent because for me, I had issues with that. I, I can be real. See, I don't know about y'all that's listening, but but see, for me, you know, I was caught up in the the beauty of the thing. I was caught up on the butterflies and all the things that comes with the emotionalism of love but what if what if things take a dramatic turn do we really love based upon the God in the person Mm. or do we love based upon what they look like what they smell like the curves and all that Now, 
as we get older, there's a thing that is called gravity, right? You know, uh, we can't keep our six packs in line. We can't keep some of those things that we had when we were younger. Now, I'm not saying everybody, so please don't send no hate mail. But I am saying that we're so busy loving each other based on emotion, but we don't love each other based on the God in each other. Now, a lot of us meet each other based on that, outside stuff, outside appearance, what the man or woman can offer, so forth and so on. Right. But see, what tests our love is the fact that when all the that goes away and it goes away yeah did we really truly develop a love language for each other or did we just pacify each other to go uh oh I'm gonna get in trouble with that one did, did we just get married just because we were alone uh oh did we just get married because he got bank or she got bank or mm-hmm. like the young folks like to call it the bag. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we get so caught up on outside stuff that what really matters and what builds a relationship is your relationship with Christ. Now, I had to learn the hard way. See, I'm talking about me. I don't know about y'all. But see, I had to learn the hard way because, see, the one love that always stood constant, uh-oh, the one love that never turned their back, the one love that loved me in spite mm. of all my imperfections and we was have the love been. of Christ. Exactly. But, see, we marry yeah. each other based on a superficial thing like when we go on a job interview right we we try right. to impress the interviewer to try to hire us to get right. that job so then when we get the job some of us not all some of us tend to get a little lazy uh-oh we we, we don't work as hard as we used to trying to get the job see the first six months we was cleaning the house wrecking shop but Right. Now right. that we've got our rank in the company, we kind of got a little, yes, ma'am, laid back. So, I, okay, I got a lot to say about this subject, but uh, let, let me let me bounce back because, like I said, I'm this is two weeks in a row, and I got lighter fluid and some gasoline, and I'm about to burn this thing down. So I need to calm down. Just a little bit and allow you to speak. Because if you let me take this thing, I'm telling you, we're going to have some issues. So I'm going to pump my brakes right there. Yes, ma'am. Listen, I've I've been pondering this on my own um, merit. And, and, you know, there's a place you get to in life where you really just kind of have to be honest with yourself. And sometimes... If you catch Roberta on the right day and her mouth is positioned right, she'll tell you some truth. You have to get off the phone. You have to tell her, you know, sis, let me talk back with you in about an hour or two because um, 
I feel like I just got constipated. I didn't even know you would tell me that much truth. So she's gotten to a place in her life, she's standing on truth. Well, I've gotten to a place where I'm just getting there because I'm not so free as she is. Sometimes I'll be thinking that thing. It'll come out of my mouth and I'll be looking at her like, whoa, I didn't think you would say that. I didn't think you knew that. But in relationships, and it's not just marriage uh, uh, to our listeners, it's relationships, uh, period. We allow so much debris to gather under the steps of our relationship till one day that debris begins to leak out from under the steps. And now we have a trip hazard. So now I, I go in the kitchen and I spill a half a drop of water and my husband is going up one side of me and down the other. And people are around saying, why is he tripping over a half a drop of water? He's not. He's not. That's just what that's just what happened in that incident. But what he's expressing probably happened to us 15 years ago, if not longer. And so you get to a place in your life where a lady told me one time, she said, if you can't live with it, don't deal with it. You know, if you can't live with it, deal with it. And I understood her, but I didn't understand it until some things begin to evolve in my life. And I felt like, oh, no, this ain't something I'm going to be putting up with every day. So what do you have to do with that? You have to you have to deal with that. And so many years we have left things undealt with, Pastor uh, Chris. And you get to a place where your teeth are in the jar in the bathroom. Your hair is on the head in the bedroom. And your steps are short in the living room. And you're looking at a pile of bills. And life is passing you by rapidly. And you say to yourself, why am I living my life, you know, fake and false? When I can just be real with folks and say, look, I don't feel like going today. And I, and I, ain't, getting you no, I ain't getting you no money to go. So see you later. You know what I'm saying? We, we put up with so much stuff. Okay, baby. I understand, baby. No, I don't understand, baby. I, no, it ain't okay. No, it's, I'm not okay with what you're saying to me right now. And, and that's where I'm getting. I'm not all the way there. But relationships to me would be much better if we would start to be honest and open with one another. What do you say about Amen. that? You got something to say? Yeah. I, Bert, Bert got, Roberta got something. Say. Chef got something she want to put on the skillet. Uh-oh. I, I, uh, I'll hold it. Okay, thank you. I, I like that what uh, uh, Pastor Chris also said about people tell you put God first but nobody tell you how to do it you know how do I put God first when in my marriage when he's not first in my life oh lord you know so he got fire da, da, da. okay I'm, I'm back <laughs> so when we when we learn we don't know who God is ourselves when mm-hmm. we come into these relationships that's true because because until something happens to, to define where we're at, we're at a loss. We don't we don't know until something happens. When something happens, you know, if a person never upsets you, well, you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. So so how do I put God? I don't have to put God there because I don't have nothing to deal with. So until I until I learn who I am, first of all, when you get married or when you start a relationship, you don't know yourself. You don't mm-hmm. know each other. You know, mm-hmm. but you just okay. We we going on what we feel like like uh like Lorraine said, Minister Brown said, 
We go on what we feel, how they treating us. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, wait a minute, all that goes out the window. Sure do. Now where do I go? Now what do I do? I'm ready to book out. I'm ready to say bye. See you later. This ain't what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. And so often that's what ha- that's what happens. This is not what I signed up for because I begin to see who you really are. And I don't like that person. And, you know, when we see who we are, we don't like that person. But we can't rub them up. So we have to do what? Like Lorraine said, deal with it. When I first first met my husband, I didn't think he, you know, I didn't I didn't see none of his flaws. He was just a perfect knight in shining armor. And then we, the night we got married, we were estranged almost. And you know, I don't want to I don't want to be with you. I don't want to be with you either. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. You know, so it was like all of that perfectness left after we said I do and I will. And 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 the only thing that had happened was I wasn't showing forth who I was in the relationship and after after we signed the contract you know you feel like hey get this fake stuff no this ain't none of my hair doggone it you take it off take that wig off throw it across the room no this ain't none of my booty you take that off and you throw that across the room he'd be like dang you know so yeah what i got here what <laughs> ain't enough of you left you know no these ain't none of my teeth i'm putting them in the jar you know what i'm saying Uh-oh. so then you get to the you get to the honeymoon and you got the moon, but no honey. Oof. You got the moon, but no honey, because now you're in a pickle. So what do you do now? When you really begin to realize that this joker that I married wasn't a, wasn't a knight in shining armor. He was a devil with his tail tucked. Now Uh-oh. what you do? Ride the broom with him? So we've got, mm-hmm. a, lot, we've got a lot of things that we've got to overcome and, and, and deal with. And God is saying... I'm here, and I'm waiting on you to confess that you messed up. And some of us are mm-hmm. so full of pride, we won't even do that. We won't go to God and say, you know what, Lord, I messed up. How do I fix this? So mm-hmm. that's the first step, you know, towards uh, getting back in, in, in right standing in your relationship is to go back and get back in right standings with God because he's the author and the finisher. So he, if he's the author and the finisher of my faith, I should never be where I am because I should have been checking with the author and the finisher before I got here. But since I did ignore him and act like he wasn't a part of my life and made this mess, I'm going to need him to clean it up. I'm going to need him. And and I can't be so big in my little self. Oh, I like the way I said that. Yeah, I pat me on Whoa. the back. I like the way I said that. I can't be so big in my little self. Glory to God, that'll preach right there. That I won't go back and say to God, Lord, I've messed up. And I'm going to wait on you to get this thing fixed. Pastor Chris, what you doing, yeah. that big old mess with your little old self? Well, w- this is what I've learned. And I still have a lot of learning to do. But when you do a self diagnostic on yourself uh oh you realize that there's a lot of junk in the trunk that you still haven't dealt with uh oh cause see sometimes we look at our significant other as our supergirl or our superman to swoop in and save the day but I got news for you because when real life happens Things take 
a turn. And when we don't do it right in the first place, uh-oh, what do you expect is going to happen? See, because we're all driven by emotions and what you look like and smell like and all this stuff. But what happens after the honeymoon is over? What you feed him a dose of when, kryptonite. That's what you do. You feed him a dose this, of kryptonite. There you go. And see, and sometimes... Now you're trying to kill what you said you love. Exactly. Because, see, sometimes marriage is the kryptonite. Uh-oh, I'm going to get in trouble with that one. Uh-oh. I'm going to get you yeah. off. Get, go sit down. Go, go sit down. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. Sit down see, now. See, 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 sometimes we have to understand that when we marry, there are some things, and this is why it's important that we follow the guidelines of what the word says, but... Honestly, mm-hmm. do we all follow those guidelines? No. Well, no. I didn't. I'm just saying. So, no. You can't expect I me. My exactly. You follow what he looked like, what she looked like, all that stuff. See, we put God on the back burner, and then when things go wrong, we expect him to move. Uh-oh. Yeah, I said it. See, I'm talking to me. See, I don't know about y'all, but like I said, I'm talking about me. See, sometimes when you do a self-diagnostic on yourself, you realize that you're not as fine as you thought you were. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I said it. Sometimes you don't see – you saw yourself being the dime piece. The Ace Boon Coon I got my bag right I got my red bottoms on Or I got my nice little car And I got my nice little house But I'm still Ugly on the inside Uh oh See what takes a real Love Is that what I've learned About this unconditional love from Christ Right we will never be able to Fully obtain that but what I am saying is, is that when you start loving yourself, you realize that maybe the things that you came into this situation with needs to be fixed. Now, if that person was meant for you to be with, it wouldn't be a problem for both of you to put all your mess in the front of the table. What are you talking about, Pastor? Say I'm what? not trying to put my stuff on Say the front. What? Yeah, well, we're so good at covering stuff up. Uh-oh, hello. See, we're so used to making it look like it's blessed and highly favored. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. See, we're so used to making it look as if we are such the power couple of the church, but in all actuality, when we go home after the show's over, you in one room, uh-oh, and you in another room, and we can't stand each other because you're too holy. It, it happens in the car. It happens in the car, uh-huh. going down the hallway. It don't, it don't wait till you get home. Long, long as we think we, we cannot be heard by the people that we're trying to impress. So, and you know yep. the, the sad part about this whole scenario? 
is that people that are really spiritual, mm-hmm. they already know it when you walk in the room. They already sense the separateness of you. I don't care if you holding hands. I don't care if you sitting in my lap. They already people that spiritual and hear from God already know you're a prayer case. Mm-hmm. Already know it. So you really at the end of the day, Solomon told us best. All of this junk that we're we're going about to establish in our neighborhood. We come out the house to get the newspaper. Hello, how are you all today? Like our world is all that. It's not. Just come on out the house and say, I'm trusting God the best way I know how to fix my mess that I found myself in and go on back in your house with your newspaper and quit all that faking until you make it because you're not going to make it with fakeness. Fakeness mm. is not going to get us where we're trying to go. And if you're having a problem, you don't have to tell everybody why you're at the, at the grocery store picking out a tomato. But if somebody comes to you and they need advice because they're looking at your outward appearance and they made a mistake and thought your, your life was all that, just let them know, baby, I'm a work in progress. But what I do know, I'll share my knowledge, knowledge with you. And Sister Roberta made a point. Even when we do things the way God say do it, Sometimes we still error in that because we look at what God say do, and he said love those that despitefully misuse you, and we'll love those that love us, and we'll say we love the ones that despitefully misuse us, but we know we fight for to them. So we, we still go after the things of God, and we still don't get that right. So, so we can't get to a place where we're just religious-minded people because we thought it right means that we got credit for it. Well, I can go in a classroom and, and the teacher can say, I'm giving out an S, a test today. And I can say, in my mind, I got an A, I got an A, I got an A. I can say that all day long. But until I get that actual test and write on that paper and get them answers right, I didn't get an A. Okay, how many times I tell myself that? So, hmm. Pastor Chris, there's, there's, there's still um, things that we have to really settle in, my, in our mind to go after in God. And that's Amen. when the rubber meets the road. That's when we step up to an area of maturity. That's when we allow the Holy Spirit of God to open up our eyes and our mind and our hearts. And when he does these things, we're going to be in pain. We're going to be uncomfortable. We're going to be uh, dissatisfied. But all of that goes along with where we are and what we're trying to achieve in our life. If Amen. I'm going to find out what God wants me to know, I'm going to have to open up the doors with the skeletons in it. Uh-oh. And if some of them skeletons fall out, so be it. But I'm going to have to do some hard, some hard soul searching. And I'm going to have to do some repenting. And I'm going to have to do some apologizing. Because as we travel this lane... There are some things that we do offensively. We offend some people. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we offend them on purpose. And mm-hmm. sometimes those people that we offend, we're in the bed with them. Ooh. And we want them to be the fault. We want them to be the fault. I'm like this because you did. No, no, Ninja. You like that because you chose to be that way. My there God. There was another lane you could have walked in. You are, you are a hoe because you are you hoe. You are you are a you are a dummy because you fed, you denied knowledge. Mm. You are a wimp because you won't man up. Uh oh. You don't have much to say.
because you ain't got nothing to say. Ain't got nothing about you quiet. Quiet people talk when they got something to say. Oof. Yeah, 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 yes, that's what it is. I'm where I am because I chose to be there. Mm-hmm. So I got. I had to be real. I had to go to God, and God told me some things I had to do in it. I wrestled with those things. But if I want what God got oh, for me, I got to do what God tell me to do with me. I Amen. don't belong to me. He said be transparent. So I have to be obedient to that call that's on my life. So you mm. keep walking around if you want to, thinking because you got on an expensive suit, people think you got money. When I see an expensive suit, I see a bill. Uh-oh. it costs money. Credit cards ma- maxed out. I don't see you dwelling in money. You know what people that have money do? Walk around looking like they broke? Yeah. People that have money don't show you they got money. Mm-hmm. They don't show it to you because people that's got money, they too busy trying to keep money. Mm-hmm. Folks like us, as everyday Joe, we're trying to live life and mm-hmm. be comfortable in life. So there's a mixture. I need a little bit of what he has. He need a little bit of what I have. And then we we can we can learn and glean from each other. We better look at the scriptures, uh, Pastor Chris, before we really mess this thing up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Last week we was all, we was we was everywhere last week, and I, I put it all on you and the bank. Uh oh. Well, I put it all on you in the bank. See, see, when, see Uh-oh. when you and the chef gonna start playing with people's heartstrings. Uh oh. See, we we gotta understand this. See, when you put heartstrings on the menu, see, the real folks are gonna tell it like it is. But see, some of us, not all of us, some of us have to keep this image and facade going because we don't want people to think that we don't have it all together but see I beg to differ because what made this ministry the way it is is because it's it's the imperfections that make it great not the perfections not me talking in tongues in three different languages not me faking the funk on a nasty dunk every time you hear a broadcast i'm telling you to sow a seed no you gotta work this thing just like in a marriage you gotta work yeah. this thing just like work in anything yeah. you do you gotta work this you gotta thing work. i'm sorry Stop you yeah you can't sit just around like- go ahead just like you said about fake, I remember a woman one time when you'd ask her, you know, to introduce herself, she'd tell you she was a doctor, you know, spiritual, spiritual doctor of, of divinity. And you look down at her feet, and she had about 15 years of, of uh, she needed a pedicure on her feet. And then if you follow her to her car, and all you needed to do was have a cup of milk, put your little sugar in it, and sit in her passenger seat in her Mercedes, because when you got to... From point A to point B, you'd have a milkshake because the, the passenger side seat was, was, was throwing you back and forth every time she put on brakes. So to me, she shouldn't have been telling folks she was a doctor. She should have just told them her first name and went on about her business. Because when you start throwing doctor and titles and bishops and all of those ty- types of things around, people start looking at you for perfection. Exactly. They look at you for, they don't look at you to have, you know, debris on your feet. And your toes curled up because you didn't have to have surgery on them. 
and, and they still not where they need to be. They wouldn't be looking you up and down if you just said my name Lorraine. But when I say my name is Dr. Brown, then they start thinking of you as this big stuff. And they look down at your feet and your shoes too little. And they think, oh, my God, what kind of doctor is she? Her shoes too little. So we can keep that kind of light off of us if we just say, I love God and go on about our business. Exactly. And and this is what I've learned. Like Like I said, I'm the new kid on the block with being a preacher. But what I've learned is that what makes people want more of Jesus, not you. There you go. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I hate yeah. to break it to you. I didn't mean That's to good. give this. I didn't mean to put the secret out, but it's not about me. Mm-mm. My Mm-mm. job is to lead you to your relationship yes. with Christ, not me, yes. because I am flawed. I have issues, all that stuff. But right. see, what makes us redeemable, what makes us palatable, yeah, I used a big word today. Um, see, yeah, a lot did. of us, you know, <laughs> a lot of us want to digest all of this isms and schisms and nonsense that we learn from theology, right? We want to ride right. this coattail of title. Now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but for me, I love the fact that God can take a jacked up, broke up from the floor up, a knucklehead, mm-hmm. hard-headed, numbskull like me, can clean me up, take all the imperfections, and use them for his good. Right. Let me repeat right. that one more time. He used all my imperfections for his mm-hmm. good. For his Why? Good. Because mm-hmm. we've been so busy, chef and drill sergeant. We're so busy keeping up with the Joneses, no offense intended, but we're so keep we're so busy keeping up with everybody in the church. Right. We want to act right. like, dress like, talk like, but we don't want to embrace the fact that I can honor you as a man or woman of God because you always been real with me. You never said that this walk would be easy. You did say Mm -hmm. that you're going to go through some stuff as you grow in your relationship with Christ. Not you, sir. Not you, ma'am. Christ. Because as we go higher, some of the stuff that's in our trunk going to fall out. Uh Uh-oh. See, some of the stuff that we painted this nice canvas to everyone else, they're going to see some stuff that they may not like. They might like the perfume that you got on, but to somebody right. else, you may not be smelling all that sweet. Uh-oh. So, how and what does love does not what does love look not look like? Well, love real love is being transparent. Uh-oh. Yes. Oh, we hear that yes, a lot. Real. Transparency. Real love mm-hmm. is Tough love. What do I mean? See, because we heard this term tough love a lot. See, tough love allows you, if you love that person enough. Oh, my God. I'm going to get in trouble with this one. See, when you love that person enough to tell them the truth. Oh, my God. See, 
that's when you build foundational love. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. See, we're so used to tickling everybody's fancy that when we mm-hmm. tell the truth, we can't handle the truth. Uh-oh. True. See, we want to get all mad. Oh, I'm mad at Chef Roberta because she added that extra spice to her soup. Because she, she was supposed to give me the nice fluff version. She was supposed to tell me all the nice things and, and take my side. Well, mm-hmm. sorry, because when you have real love, see, real love doesn't take sides. Uh-oh. No. Let me say that again. Real love doesn't take sides. See, real love allows you to look at yourself in the mirror. Right. And allows you to make the changes for yourself in the mirror. Now, we have this thing called free will, right? Now, if you don't choose to accept the change, that's not on me. Uh-oh. Let, let me say that again. If you choose not to accept the change, that's not on me, male or female. Why? Because if I'm walking in integrity with God, and if I'm doing what God told me to do, and I made the changes necessary, and everyone else can see it, but stop the person that I love. Oh, I'm getting in trouble. See, we 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 make all these changes. See, I changed for me. I don't need a fanfare. I don't need all these folks giving me a that a boy. As long as right. God is honoring the change. And he's still opening doors that I'm not even worthy of walking through. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. See, they don't want to hear this. This is, this is the tough love of Saturday's Buffet. See, we, we want to hear all the sprinkle stuff, ladies. We want to hear all the nice stuff that's going to make me feel good. So after this broadcast, I could feel some kind of way. But I'm sorry. Real love and remake you into someone that yes, you were meant to be. Yes, it will. And, and, and yes, I, I did went ahead and unmute uh, Sister Jones. Sister She's McQueen. in the building okay. right now. And of course, we would love to hear her side of things because sometimes as you're in transition of becoming that queen or that wife of someone else, see, sometimes you go through some stuff. See, when you are able to prepare yourself to be the woman of God, it's going to cost some stuff. It's going to make you feel some kind of way. It's going to even make you mad at God because you still got me single. You got me going through all these changes, and I keep on meeting all these guys, but all of them never measure up. Well... Right. I'm sorry. They will never measure up. Oh my God! Did he just say that? Wait, wait, Chef. Did he? Did Pastor Chris just say that? Drill Sergeant. Did Pastor Chris just say that? Well, he said that. Sorry, it, it's the truth. He will never measure up. But what makes the man a man of God? is a man that's willing to be real with you and tell you, look, I may have some hang-ups, screw-ups, I may have done this, done that, but I'm telling you right now that I know who 
am in God. And as long as God continues to pull the weeds out of my heart and I can be that man of God for you, I don't have a problem being transparent. I really don't even have a problem coming up a little short. But at the end of the day, when God's through with me, I know that God's going to give me the elevation and the edification, and you're going to look at me in a whole different light because you see the God in me and not what I look like on the outside. Let me be quiet before I get in trouble. Uh, Okay, y'all need to take this mic because I'm getting in trouble. We losing everybody. When you look at at 1 John and and 4, and you look at 13, it, it explains how that. Okay, before I go to 13, uh, Roberta has something. Uh, I just want to uh, 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 just agree with what Pastor Chris said. In a real man, when they become transparent, or a woman, yeah. and tell you about their flaws, and when they do, you can see the God in them. Then the God in him, them is the real man, yes, a real woman. The real person is not what we see. The real person is your spirit. When your spirit comes forth, that's the real you. Amen. And these are the things that we need to understand. You know, when we look in the mirror, we don't see the real person because the real person is your spirit. Right. And once your spirit, the spirit of God comes in, your spirit is perfect. Your flesh is the only is the thing that that's no good thing come out of. Right. But the good thing always come out of the spirit, and God never give gives us a, a a perfect relationship. Why? Because He wants us to perfect it. Yep. You know He wants us to perfect it, and when He when He brings things in our lives, it's to expose the the, the things that are in us. The the uh, the uh, shortcomings, the uh, flaws, mm-hmm. all these things. It's like the mirror. It's, it become a mirror. When the mirror, you look in the mirror, you see your pimples, you see your bumps, you see your scars, scars oh. and everything. So you try and put a little makeup on to cover it up, but they're still there. That's true. So when we come clean, then then the makeup is coming off, and the spirit man is coming through, which is which is clean, which is pure. And that's what God, that's what love is. Love is pure. Love is perfect. So when I tell you the truth, then the, you know, that's the perfect, perfectness of me. But when I pretend and act like I'm all that, that's not real. True. Not real at all. But the real you is the person that comes through, that's transparent, that tells the truth. Yes, I messed up. Yes, I've done it. And you can, you know, if a person wants the truth, they can say, well, you know, this person is totally honest. But I'm willing to do my best. I'm willing mm-hmm. to. Would you work with me? Yep. You know, would you work with me? You know, and if you don't, I understand because because they've come to a place in their life where their relationship with God is about getting it right and being real. That's right. That's right. That's that's so that's so true. And and you know what? When we uh, get ready to get married, people need to have marriage counselors that's going to bring this type of of energy to the room. And I, you know, and and stop just trying to make that thirty, forty dollars off of these couples, and 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 pad your pocket, and give them this dose of lies that they go away from that counseling session and don't have a leg to stand on. They cripple from from your office all the way to the altar, and and they they they, they 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 go through life, and then they they get into their, these relationships, and they think that that 
good roll around the hay is supposed to keep them married. That roll around the hay just gets you pregnant. It don't it don't Uh-oh. keep you married. Because I rolled around the hay a many a times and got pregnant a many a times. Had a real good time before I found marriage. Yeah, in my flesh. And then got married. And then I wondered, you know, why rolling around the hay wasn't keeping me married. Because roll around the hay is fading every day you roll. That's one less roll you're going to have. Somewhere down the road, baby, somewhere down the road, rolling going to stop. And when rolling stop, what you got to stand on? Do you have a foundation other than rolling? It's not real. So I don't care how he putting it down. I don't care how she putting it down. At the end of the day, when the amen is getting ready to be said on rolling, you got to have something else that you was built on besides how good he rolled or how good she rolled. Hello, somebody. Better look at 13, Pastor Christian. Now we done got in the bed. Oh, Jesus. Hereby. I'm going to get you, Queen, and don't you go nowhere. And I don't want you talking about rolling, so I'm going to change the subject before you come in. But hereby know we that we dwell in him. Dwell in him who? We dwell in the Lord. We dwell in him. That that means we live, we live in him. We have residence in him. And living in him, what does that help us do? And he, look at here. Not only do we live in him, scriptures say, and he in us. That seems like a two-strand cord that cannot easily be broken. Well, you might persuade me to let go of him. He said what my father has entrusted to me, ain't nobody able to get it out. So he's in us and we're in him. And here's where the good news comes. And because he has given us of his spirit, that's how we get the job done. The Holy Spirit of God has been left to us to get all the things out of us that prevents us from shining like pure gold. Uh-oh. His job is to remove the stuff that sinks in the nostrils of God out of our life so that we can become a sweet fragrance to our mouth. Mm. Now, you know for yourself, when we got babies around that's got them pull-ups and pampers on, when Uh-oh. them babies deposit in them pull-ups and them pampers, Everybody in the room know that baby has just made a deposit in the bank. And you know what we start doing? You change him. I changed him last time. No, you get it. My hands ain't dirty. My my hand clean. I, uh, I, I'm finna eat. You get it. And everybody start trying to figure out who's going to go and get that, that diaper changed. But that's that sin we've been rolling around in that's got us thinking. Now, don't nobody want to deal with us because we stink. And God is saying, I believe God is doing in this hour. God is raising up some thinking that'll smell you. Oh, Baba Basita, I got that one. That'll smell you and go past your stench and a still change your diet. But oh. you know what's wrong, Pastor Chris, Marquita, and Sister Roberta? We stinking. We know we stinking. The, the stink agent is standing there pleading with us to let me help you get that off of you. And we saying, I didn't stink. We done lied so much, we still lying. And no, it's us. And God is God is dispatching. He's raising up a people that will get past what they know about you, what they think about you, how they feel about you, and, and extend their hands of love and mercy towards you. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going I'm to let them change me. 
I'm going to get this off of me. I'm going to quit offending everybody in the room and acting like I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, quitter, 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 quitter.
put your put your seatbelt mm. on and be prepared to see you. Because yeah. I did your mama told me that same thing, uh, Tweet about asking God to show you yourself. And when you find out how ugly, how undone and how bad you smell, you'll be looking for a bath and a counselor because you want to get it right. And, exactly. and, and we need to address that, Queen. I love what you said in the beginning. There are some people who stink, and they don't know they stink. Mm-hmm. We need to address that. Pastor Chris, what's wrong with you? See, Pastor Chris? I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be nice this morning. Uh, I'm trying to be uh, politically correct because you know we we, we got a lot of you know, church folks that watch this broadcast. And I I don't want to keep on stepping on people's corns, but we see Quita said something that was powerful. See, we Mm -hmm. don't want to take care of our own stench. See, it's so easy to micromanage, tell somebody else about Mm -hmm. how they stink. But when we look at ourselves, we tend to right. be colorblind. We tend to be mm-hmm. our, our nasal passages are always stopped up. We don't mm-hmm, see mm-hmm. the stink in us, but we tend to see the stink in everybody else. See, right. what I've learned in my short tenure as a pastor, I've learned that it's not about being perfect. See, it, right. it's all about right putting it all out there. See, I don't want to be one of those that, okay, oh, well, Pastor Chris, he's this and he's that, and then when the lights are off, he's hmm. a whole nother person. Well, right. I thank God for this platform. I thank God for the men and women that are in my life because all of you make me look at my own stink every day. Right, right, right. See, right. y'all make me realize that what God looks for is not how how much you can recite, how much you can break down the word of God in its apologetic and in its homiletic and its theological terminology, breaking it down to the common denominator, A, B, B, C, and the whole nine yards. It has nothing to do with your aptitude or acclimate of the word of God. Uh Uh-oh. It's about your heart posture. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Yep. Yep. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you mean to tell me all the stuff I know all the degrees I have on my wall means nothing? Well, nothing. it means something to your social circles you deal with. Right. But right. to God, he's looking at your heart posture, not how many degrees you have on your wall. I'm sorry. That's right. You can get That's mad right. all you want. But the fact of the matter is when all the degrees are still hanging on the wall, collecting dust, hmm. And you are about to be lowered into the ground. What are they right. going to really say about you? Are they going to say, "Well, in the repast, y'all talking all this other stuff"? Because see, it's quite funny when we experience death. We speak all these great. 
things about someone. Yeah, we put them in but heaven, see, too. We, yeah, but we never tell them when they're alive. We can't say, well, Sister Marquetta, I am motivated and inspired by you holding it down. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. You know your purpose. We wait till after the show right. is over. We wait till we're about to bury him to say all these nice things about somebody. Even in the bad, this is what I love about Chef and this whole ministry. I can't even say this is a show or a broadcast because when you don't have an issue of being transparent, of telling it like it is, and understanding that it's going to take a process for me to even get close of being Christ-like, and you can realize that this thing ain't all about popularity. It's about getting people led to Christ. This is what this is all about. And this is what I've learned in the last two years. I've learned that it ain't about numbers. It ain't about Mm -hmm. popularity. It's about making sure people are led to the mirror, one. Yep. Two, get your appointment for your heart transplant. Uh Uh-oh. What do I mean? Well, sometimes we got to take the nasty old heart that we thought was all together and we thought was prayed over and we put all the olive oil over it. We've been prayed over. We've been shaking it down, pressing it together and running over. But all in the whole process, we still was holding on to stuff. Uh-oh. Right. Right. Even That's in right. my title, I'm covering all my stuff up because I have a title in front of my name. I got an image to maintain. Well, um, I hate to break it to you, but when you have a so-called title, you got to be even more transparent about yourself. Uh-oh. See, they don't want to hear that. See, we got all this. Yeah, because, see, responsible for you as a woman or a man of God, it is responsible Mm -hmm. for you to be transparent enough to say, you know what? Just because I got a title don't mean I'm walking in my Shande. Uh-oh. Because sometimes I get downright mad, upset at folks. Sometimes I feel a little discouraged in what I do because you get so right. much haterade in the last, what, six months. I've never experienced so much haterade in all my life. What do you mean, hmm. Pastor Chris? Haterade. Listen. What? When you answer a call that's bigger than you are, and you know that you're not even halfway close to qualified of even accepting the call, but God says otherwise, your Mm -hmm. whole life will turn upside down. Why? Because God wants to show himself strong in you. Mm -hmm. So that means you got to die to yourself. Say what? Uh Yeah, I'll say it one more time. You got to die to yourself, your image, your prestige, Mm -hmm. your popularity, all that stuff that we put so much emphasis on. Because Mm -hmm. you'll be surprised how much will how much people will love you on how much you stink versus how much you 
smell good. Oh, let me stop. I'm about to burn this thing out. Back to well, you. you know, I, I'm it's, done. It's, it's, I just can't. Like, it's just like the Lord. He doesn't come to us and, and locate us and then begin to complain about the condition that we're in. He doesn't do that. When he finds us in the gutter, he handles us where he finds us at. And he loves us right, you know, right where we are. But when we go and find people, we want to tell them about what they are, what they've done. They know. So, so when you're assigned by God to do this job, you go out with a pure heart and a, and a heart to, to make an impact in a person's life. And sometimes you, you will be misunderstood. But because of the task and the, the race that have been set before you, you just want to run. You're not concerned about uh, uh, the title. You're not concerned about anything except the job that you were dispatched by God to do. I like, I like 18 because 18 uh, in 1 John 5, it speaks to an area that I'm very, very familiar with. I was a, a young woman that was full of fear, full of fear. And there are people that listen to us who are concerned and full of fear as well. Quita, before I move to fear, uh, did you have anything else uh, that you wanted to um, blow us up with today, or are you going to chill out and, and wait for uh, another uh, area to, to drop bombs in? Because that was I very powerful. another thing. area to drop a bomb. Okay, that was very powerful of uh, what you said, and it was very true, and that was, you, you spoke my truth, let me say it like that. But 18, um, uh, this was me uh, living um, straddle defense. Did you pass my water? Trying to do, yeah, my cup. Trying to do what I wanted to do and instead of doing what I was assigned to do by God. But the scripture says, I'm good, there is, there is no fear in love. And I couldn't figure out why I was so full of fear. Well, self-explanatory because I wasn't in love. But perfect love casts out fear. When we love in the way God tells us to love and we're doing life the way God ordained us to do it, then we don't have to be concerned about being fearful because now you're no longer in the flesh lane. You're in the lane of faith. And in faith, there is no fear when you have faith in God. Because fear had to do with torment. And I was being tormented. Because the enemy knew that I had one foot in his house and the other foot I was trying to have at the church house. And I wasn't big enough to carry both, both ministries. And, and I, was, I was trying to do them both. So for those of you that want to do both ministries, you're not that big. And you're just full of fear. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So when we really want to be made perfect in the love of God, we'll get out of fear, we'll get into faith, and we'll get real. First of all, the real that we'll get will have to be between us and God. Coming to the place where we realize that the man that we see in the mirror is unacceptable. He's unacceptable. He's scattered. He's confused. He's dumb. He's ugly. And that's not God's best for my life. And so no matter how much makeup I put on, and they got some hair weave now with these lace fronts, you got to ask people that they have. <laughs> they got some real good-looking stuff to fix you up. You got the money to buy, they got the product to sell you. But you can put on lace fronts, red bottom, blue bottom, purple bottom. 
until you get that soul from black to red, you ain't got nothing going on in your life, and you getting ready to bust hell wide open, and your red bottom going to bust hell open with you if they put them in the cast. So we ain't got nothing going on with all of the stuff that we buy. We collect stuff. Let's quit collecting stuff and go find out who we are in God. And let's deal with some real stuff, some real issues. Here's, here's the chef. She wants to put some celery in her dressing. Uh-oh. Uh, that, 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 is so, that was so powerful, what Marquita said. Yes, it was. And it was relationship as a whole. One of the reasons that we do uh, have problems with relationships is because we the fear of being made a fool out of, yep. the fear of I ain't going to take this, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, hey, you didn't, my mom ain't raised no fool. I ain't no dummy. You know, you ain't going to use me. These are the things that we're afraid of, and that's why we can't operate in perfect love because we're afraid of being made a fool out of, but, but when we do what God says, and learn to do it because God said do it, do it, and he rewards us for what we do, not what someone does to us. So we have to get out of that fear of being made a fool of, being used, mistreated, you know, in relationships. When the relationship with God is right, your relationship with everyone else is as well. Because you're not looking to them. Right. You're looking to God, who right. is your source. That's the source of everything you need and have is God. But so often we look to people for source. We look for them to make us feel good. We look to them to make us, uh, uh, you know, to compliment us, to uh, show us all. Really, it's about us. But that's the thing that God's trying to kill in us, the the meat in in me. Mm -hmm. You know, he's trying to get rid of because, you know, who who he wants to be seen? Him. And when we see see Christ, and I like what Marquita said, God said, Love your husband, and he didn't give the husband a name. And sometimes that's where you got to love that joker. You can't see his name. <laughs> oh, Jesus. If you call his name, you can't love him. You just say husband. <laughs> now, see that? Squeeta, get him. Get a quit. You just have to say husband. <laughs> Make mm. it a little easier for you, but <laughs> that is so powerful. And Dr. Chris, he's been saying this. You know, since we've been on the show, more or less, it's about relationship. The relationship is with God. Mm-hmm. When you get that relationship with God right, the other relationship going to automatically fall in place. Why? Because you're operating out of love. Let me help Ooh. you. Let me help oh, you. my let God. Me, let me help y'all. Let me help y'all. <laughs> See, my job is to get my relationship right with God. Your job, sir, is to get your relationship right with God. Now, if both of those relationships are right with God, you're going to thrive. But now, if you got your relationship right with the bottle or the smoke, and I got mine right with God, there's going to be conflict. So a lot of the conflicts that we're receiving in our relationships is because one is focused on God and the other is focused on self. That's a problem walking down the, down the aisle. That's a problem from the, from the, from the word go. That's, a, that's already a problem. We've already went about to try and establish our own righteousness, our own way of doing things. Everybody want to be different. What do you want to be different for? You want, we want to be different because we want people looking at us. Because if everybody is ordinary, just like when Jesus, Jesus was on the scene, they had to ask, which one is he? Where, where he at? Now, that was Jesus. But we want to be so different that when people walk in the room, they say, oh, that's my quitter right there. I know that's my quitter. She always have a hat with, a, with the red... <laughs> You know, the red hat. I guess that's what you call it. I don't know what you call that. But 
but we want to be distinguished by certain trademarks. And why do we want to be distinguished? We, do we want to be? Why don't we be distinguished by the, the the spirit of God that we carry? Oh, that's too much work, huh? Okay. Why do we love God so much, and why do we want to be like Him? Well, why don't we let nineteen answer that? We love Him because He first loved us. That's why it's easy to love Him. Why don't we love each other? Because we're we're not operating out of love for one another. We're operating out of a lot of other things. I'm with you because. Your purse right. I'm with you because you roll right. I'm with you because you have some connections, and I want those connections. So I'm gonna roll with you, just in case Jay Z roll up. I can oh. get a chance to meet. So I'm not with you because of love. I'm with you because of something else, and that something else is not gonna last. Mm. Because as soon as that something else deteriorate or run out. I ain't got no more love for you. Now is see you later. If a man say he love God and hate his brother, we looking at 20, he's a liar. So if I can't operate, which my niece so eloquently put me and our mom in our place, if I can't operate with Hubert and William correctly, then I'm lying when I say I love God. Because how can I love God and don't love the, the, the rascal that I sleep with every day? I see. If a man say I love God and hate his brother, he's a liar. But he that loveth not his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God, whom he has not seen? I'm going to go ahead and throw this last scripture in there, and then y'all can burn the house down. And this commandment have, have we from him, that he who loveth God loveth his brother also. So that's a, that's a job, a task that we can do. We don't have to be in nobody's business. We can stay out of folks' business. That's a job that'll keep us busy all day long. Go your tail somewhere and figure out how to love your brother. And then come back and talk to me. Because until you learn how to do that, you, we really don't have nothing to talk about. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Pastor Chris? Uh-huh. Jeff said, Jeff said, you ought to be saying, oh, my God. Oh, uh, see. Ugh. I'm trying to not. Oh my God! Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm in the back because see this, like I said, this particular series we've been on for a few months now. It always has a funny way of affecting all of us that speak yep. in one way, shape, or form, oh, and. Mm-hmm. That's why the conviction can be heavy. That's why the testimony can be heavy because I know what it feels like to love when you don't get it in return. Uh oh. Or I know how to love when the love that you know of is patient, but the other one isn't suffering mm-hmm. or the love that I've learned from my relationship with God bears all things believes all things hopes all things and endures all things but yet I don't experience any of this in my real life okay or when we are 
humble. See, we throw that word around like it's a cliche. We say we're humble. But see, there's a fine line between being humble and being proud. Uh-oh. Let me say that one more time. See, there's a fine line between being humble and being proud. Because, see, when you are truly humble and you don't have pride, you're not envious at anyone or jealous of anyone else's love or relationship. Mm-hmm. See, you don't even boast about it. You, you, you let people see the God in you and in us and see that when we let go of us and let God in the mix, you could just see the love radiating off of us. See, see, don't don't get me started. See, also, we don't we we're not supposed to be rude towards each other, offending right. each other. We do this mm-hmm. a lot. Also, yes, we do. You know, we're not supposed to be easily irritated by each other. I mean, this is what. Being humble and not proud is. See, this is what love looks like and doesn't do. See, when you love, you're not resentful. You're not going to jot down everything drill sergeant did wrong or the chef did Mm -hmm. wrong or even Mm -hmm. Marquetta did wrong. You're not going to write it down and make a list and check it twice. So then when it's time mm-hmm. for you to feel some kind of way, you pull out the list and start throwing your right. darts. Uh-oh. Yep, yep. Uh, and, and see, also, the, the real love that I'm learning is pro-kindness and pro-truth. What does that mean? Unconditional love. You don't have to love with conditions. Even though it hurts. Even if it feels mm-hmm. some kind of way. Even mm-hmm. though they cussed you out just an hour ago. You have to understand one thing. That God's love is kind. And even yeah. through your storm, God will rejoice with you. Because you are standing on what he's promised you. Again, if the person does not take all of the tools and utilize it in their life to change who they're supposed to be in God. You can't be feeling all guilty, getting a guilt trip, getting yourself a coronary, feeling some kind of way, ready to run away and throw everything in the garbage because they don't see the God in you. We all want our significant other to see the God in mm-hmm. us, but if they don't do their own self-cleaning, they will never see the God in you. Oh, that's cold, Pastor Chris. You're supposed to always pray and not think. You're absolutely right. You're not supposed to not think. But see, again, it's a choice, and we always choose what favors us the most. Alright, I'm about to kick out. I'm about to get kicked out the kitchen because Chef is sending security right now. So let me say this and I'm going to run. See, what we have to realize 
is as we mature, as we grow older, we're supposed to be wiser, right? Well, why is it that we grow older and get dumber? Uh-oh. I'm gone. Let me get out of here. Here's security. Back to you. I'm gone. Hey, hey, Pastor Chris, you said something. um, You made me think about it. I'm going to say this, and then I want you to give us a song, and we're going to go to the callers, because my quitter probably didn't run all of them away. But uh, listen, you said about, you know how when a person is is angry, but they say they, they follow in the Lord. What I don't understand is if, if you're doing what the Lord told you to do, why are you so bitter? What you mad about? Oh. What are you angry about? If, if the Holy Spirit told you to leave me, what you mad about? You ought to be leaving me with a smile. You mad? You I calling me out of my name? You talking about my, my dead mama? I don't understand that. So maybe we can figure that out when we get to the callers. You got one of the most sweet songs you can play for us, and then we're going to get to them callers, Pastor Chris? Uh, yes. I do. I'm, uh, it's going to be a nice one. We'll be right back while the chef gets security on me. We'll take your calls right after this. Don't you dare move a muscle. Hey, what's good, family? This is Joe Kia, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go.
This is Corey Warren of WFMC 105.7 FM and 7.30 AM, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. It's the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPB Radio. All right, welcome back. We've looked at um, we've looked at our scripture that we had for today. We really want to take our callers and do our housekeeping. So, Pastor Chris, who's our first caller? Uh, yes, ma'am. All right, first caller. We will leave the last four digits of your phone number. If you're just listening, just say just listening or pass, and we'll go on to the next one. First caller, sixty-eight oh one. 6801. You are live on the air. God bless you. Hey man, God bless you. Uh, enjoying the show. Really appreciate the word on um on this morning. And um, I'm glad you brought out the topics and I think just to add a little bit, I think not only the church but the world has an identity problem. And until okay. we found out our real identity, we can never really love. Amen. 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 Brother John. Amen. God bless you. Brother John, do you, do you believe we do enough, sir, to, to address this issue in the church? Just think about yourself when you and your wife. How long have you been married, Brother John? Been married three years, ma'am. 33 years. You was a young man. A lot of the information uh, that you heard on the show today, could you have benefited that in your early own marriage preparation? Yes, yes, ma'am. Um, think about yeah. it. See, we get married because we love, but to really understand love, we have to understand it through God's eyes. Yeah. And then knowing yeah. that if we love God's way, it keeps a lot yeah. of issues and problems out of your marriage. Amen? It does. Yeah. It does. I, I, love, I love that perspective, uh, Brother John. I love having you uh, uh, share your thoughts. Uh, God bless you. Love you to life. And uh, you enjoy the rest of your day. In 33 years, I got you about two years, son. <laughs> yes, ma'am. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. God be you, blessed. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thank you, wow. Yeah, he's definitely right. Identity crisis. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna stop because uh, I can go ham just on that. Okay. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, that was good. Seventy-one twenty-two. Seventy-one twenty-two. You are live on the air. God bless you. Good afternoon. This is Jeanette, and I'm just listening. Jeanette, while you on the line, can I, may I ask how long you've been married? Oh, 18 years. 18 years. The information that you heard on today about, you know, just kind of building your relationship with God before you walk into the marriage, marrying a man that has built his relationship with God, uh, being honest with the person that you're looking at in the mirror, could you have greatly benefited from that as a, as a young woman walking in, walking down the aisle? Oh, Yeah. I could have been, and I still can. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Are you with Mom today? No, not yet. I'll leave here at 2 o'clock. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for being faithful. Jeanette uh, Pontoon is one of the caretakers of uh, Sister Ursula Lee uh, Aaron, and uh, her sister Edna Moore is the other caretaker. And we just want to celebrate you and your mom on today. Thanks, sis. You're welcome. Next, next caller, 6015, 6015, you are live on the air. God bless you. Uh, 
This is Lucille Priester and Dorothy May Curry and Sharon Butler. Okay, Sister Sister, uh, Lucille, uh, we know that your husband has passed, but how many years did you share with your your husband before he passed? I missed this year about three months. My Lord. 49 years of marriage. Everything I could have (laughs) used. You could have used everything you heard on today. Awesome. And you know, Sister Lucille, I'll say this. There's a lot in you that we can use, and I prayed one day that uh, that we can get some of that out of you, and that we can get to 49 or 50 uh, as well, because it's it's the ingredients that uh, Sister Roberta is making a, a bowl of potato salad as we sit here today. These uh-huh. ingredients that she's putting in this potato salad that's gonna make it good when she gets done with it. If she doesn't put this celery in there, I, it still might taste good, but I'm gonna miss the celery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I enjoy yeah. uh, uh, you and your mom. Uh, thanks, Sister Sharon, your daughter, for listening to us uh-huh. on today. And we pray that something that we're saying on today can can carry you guys on. We celebrate uh, Sister Lucille uh, Priestess. She's one of the caretakers of Sister Dorothy Curry. Uh, Sister uh, Shirley Allen is the other one. And at times, we bring in Sister Sharon Priestess, the granddaughter, as well, to, to help uh, aid in that job. Thank you so much for listening to us today and being so faithful. God bless you and love you much. Thank you. Love you much. I know I can okay. use it. Amen. 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 How long was Sister Dorothy married, uh, Sister Lucia? Was she married? No, how long was she married? Mm-hmm. How long were you married before Daddy died? Fifty years. Fifty something years. Fifty some years. Wow. Hey, Amen. Fifty. Awesome. Wow. She said fifty something. Yeah. Fifty some years. That's awesome. And and you're you're living proof that we can go through the fire and don't have to come out burnt, Sister Dorothy. God bless you. <laughs> oh yeah. You got the love Amen. and they don't want to love you. <laughs> All right. Hey, Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, Thank you, Lord. Guys. Thank you. Amen. Next caller, 2985-2985. You are live on the air. God bless you. Bless the Lord. Another good lesson today. I thank God for it. I, a lot of that stuff I needed uh, in my early years. I got married mm-hmm. at 19 and a half, and I have to admit, I thought I knew Jesus. I knew nothing about Jesus. I was just in the church and going mm-hmm. through the motions. And then as I began to grow and the Lord found me and saved me, I mm-hmm. found out there was a lot of things in me still needed to be pulled out because I didn't really know how to love with that love of Christ. I was mm-hmm. loving, but it was my kind of way of loving. And now right. 54 years of marriage, I can say this. He's not through with us yet. Amen. We're still finding out some things. Because of the word of God and because of the love of God, we're finding out some things. And we're finding out how to live with one another. So you never get too old to be taught uh, the things of God and learn the truth and walk in the truth. So I say to anybody that's married, don't give up. It's going to be a mm-hmm. fight. It's going to be a trial. It's going to be something. 
that's going to mm-hmm. come into your marriage and it's going to test your faith. But mm-hmm. God in the midst of it can hold it together. So I'm Thank grateful. Thank you. I was I was going to ask you how many years you already shared. 54 years is a lot of years of being uh, two people trying to become one. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. Longevity. And that's why I say we're still being taught. Amen. We're still being taught. Thank you. I'm I'm with you. I could have benefited from a lot of the stuff that I've learned over the course of life. I could have benefited greatly from that. But, you know, Sister Ruby, when we we marry a lot of times, we, we marry to try to go to the next level in our relationship, and it's a wrong mm-hmm. motive starting out. Mm-hmm. Starting, out mm-hmm. starting out with a wrong motive. And not knowing right. how hard and difficult mm-hmm. it's going to mm-hmm. be to stay together. We think we, we think mm-hmm. we good. You know, I'm so in love mm-hmm. with you. Nothing can happen to shake this love. And as soon as you mm-hmm. burn the biscuits, you find out mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. as minor as burning biscuits can, can, can cause you to go to court. So, yeah. That's right. And Thank the joy so of it all. The joy mm-hmm. of it all is when you go through those tests and trials and mm-hmm. you're still standing, that's yes. when you see Jesus. That's Amen. when you see Jesus. God that's bless true. you all. God bless you, sis. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Caller, 7122. 7122. You already called. Oh, already called him, Pastor Chris. Okay, sorry about that. 1350. 1350, you are live on the air. God bless you. Well, hello, family. Hello. Um, this topic is very sensitive, as um, Brother John was saying, and a lot of times what we mess up is this competition because we mm-hmm. look at the um, person and what they have on and what they're mm-hmm. doing, thinking that that – can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you, baby. Oh, Okay. So we look at what the outer appearance of the people are instead of seeking the inner person, which yep. is Christ. And we can't seek Christ because we're so busy with everybody else. We, you know, that identity crisis is kicking in. So once we stop looking and look in the mirror in the self glass, we will begin to see what it means to love, what it means to walk in it. Because love is going to cost you everything, if we okay. be honest. Yep. It costs you everything, and we don't want to pay the price. So that's why it's hard and why we struggle, because we don't want to pay that price. So God bless sure. you all. Amen. All right. Yeah, you Last right, caller. Wait, 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 wait you, you right, okay, Sister Tammy. Sorry. That's why a lot of times we don't want to pay the price of being being nobody's wife or husband, because we're not willing, you know, to, to step up and pay the price. And it's not cheap. It is not cheap allowing someone else in your space that you're going to share your space with unreserved. You know, it ain't, you don't have no boundaries and all of that kind of stuff. And you'd be like, no, nah, the devil is a lie. He ain't coming up in here with that. So, yeah, you're right, baby. And uh, Absolutely. So I encourage women. Well, we to, don't. To, 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 go ahead, baby. No, I was going to say we don't. It's not even just us. It's, we don't want to lose us. And we think that mm. – um, if we die to us, that it means we're weak. It shows a sign of weakness. And once we sit up there and we die completely to us, then everything else, we make ourselves available to be filled with what we mm. thought we needed and what we thought we had. Mm. Yeah, and, and sometimes, Sam, to, to, to piggyback off of that, we will allow ourselves to die in these relationships and God has not ordained them. So now you just dead, 
and, and running through life trying to figure out what went wrong. Well, what went wrong was I didn't give my uh, allegiance to God. I gave them to another person who misused them and handed them back to me all crippled. And now I'm trying to figure out what do I do with these broken pieces. So they, you're right. We, are, we need to be willing to surrender, but to God. And then allow God to, to take these two surrendered lives and build upon that foundation. Thank you so much, Sugar, Sugarfoot. I love you, and thank you for calling in on today. Amen. Pastor Chris. Next, excuse me. Next caller and final caller, 6219, 6219. You are live on the air. God bless you. Good afternoon. Pastor Chris and your guest, great reference to the Bible. I enjoy the conversation. And the Bible also speaks about judging others. And I think that we have a tendency to feed into situations. But if if we are a man or woman of God, I don't believe that we should ignore that situation that someone may be in with their marriage. I think we should ask, you know, what can I do? Share your wisdom. Share your wisdom with that person. You never know why God directed that person or persons to you. Thank you, uh, Sister, for for your input. And and you're right. Uh, It's time for us to share our our wisdom. And, And that's what this show is all about, to meet people at their point of need, not to come on and sugarcoat our lives. When you hear us talking about uh, uh, things going wrong in relationships, most of the time one of us has lived it, living it, or headed to it. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to be transparent as far as what we found to be true in life, that if you keep on rolling around the hay with, with a dog, you're going to get up one day with fleas. And I, 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 I don't know no other way to put that uh, other than uh, I'm here to help you. When you come to when you come to a source for help, you got to be willing to hear truth because truth is the only thing that's going to make you free. Now, I can, and it hurts, and it hurts, and we're not if trying I, to offend any. Go ahead, baby. If I made that wasn't the intent to say that you are offending, no great advice that you're giving on your show. I'm speaking outside of your show. I'm speaking what no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't taking it personal. No, ma'am, I wasn't taking it personal. I was. I was. I was going with what you said. I was I was thanking you for your comment, and you know when when someone make a comment to me on the show, that gives us a that gives us a, a way of introducing some other thoughts, and that's that's all I was doing. I didn't take that personal that you said we were judging, sweetheart. I didn't take okay, it. Okay, well way. I just think that um, that the buffet you all open people's ears, not just you know uh, on all platforms that you all are on. Mm-hmm. I just, I enjoy it, and I just think that the wisdom that you all share coupled with the Bible verses that we can refer to after the show. I think you all do an yes. excellent job of doing that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I thank you, I thank you double. And one of the reasons why I thank you, sis, is because it is time for us to learn how to glean from one another's field. You know, we have, we have had to go outside and buy books at bookstores because we were not open, we were not trusted, we wouldn't trust ourselves to each other. And I thank you for coming on and sharing your input and allowing me to, 
to speak with you today. God bless you, and I pray that this won't be your last Saturday on the buffet. Oh, it definitely won't be. <laughs> God bless oh, man. you. Shout out to Miss Michelle Roach, the Toastmaster herself. <laughs> Inside joke, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's Sister Michelle married. I didn't ask her how many years she had been married. Oh, currently I'm not married. I was married 13 years. My okay. husband and I decided at, that our, when we went different ways, it wasn't about our children. So we have okay. maintained. We are best friends today. Uh, okay. Best friends to his wife. She passed away last month. And um, okay. Yeah. That exemplifies what you just uh, shared with us. That exemplifies just what we've talked about today, sis, how the love of God, it supersedes those those uh, lines that we draw in the sand. You know how when, when people separate from each other, they're, they're not friends in a lot of cases, and they're definitely not friends with the next spouse. So that exemplifies how God loves runs from heart to heart and from breath to breath, and I celebrate you for that. God bless you. That's oh, that yes. to me. Yes, definitely. It is all God. It is all God. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Love you to life. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I don't, let, me, I don't, let me check the time. We got a few minutes uh, left. Um, uh, Sister Maquita, uh, did you want to uh, share any uh, final thoughts? Uh, we're wrapping up right now. We got 146. Oh, we didn't, we didn't celebrate our other two uh, faithful listeners, Sister Alice Fields. And uh, right now, Sister Alice Fields doesn't have any caretakers. She still live alone. Uh, but she's um, she's growing in age, and we just want to celebrate her. Uh, also, we want to celebrate um, Sister uh, Ella, Ella Ella Priester, and her two caretakers, um, uh, Josie Priester and Leola Collier. We want to celebrate them as well uh, for the job that they do with their mother. God bless. Uh, Pastor, uh, Sister Maquita, did you have any final thoughts as we wrap things up today uh, dealing with... Um, Love. Did you want to say anything about what love is not, uh, Sister Marquita? What love is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love is not a lot of stuff that we're doing. Probably everything that we're doing, I will say. A lot of stuff, um, right. It, it is. Um, this, I love how when we go to the callers and then they give you um, their too. input <laughs> and then they give you different topics for next week because it's like wow that's a whole nother show talking about the identity crisis involved with loving people um Mm -hmm. so i think that's um that's another one you can tackle uh definitely yeah but um the show is amazing um like tammy said love does cost um it costs jesus his life so why do we think we're not gonna have to pay a price for it um and like I say, I'm not married, but I will say I think marriage is two imperfect people trying to make a perfect world. And once we get out of that identity crisis and what we think marriage should be or what we think our relationship should be and our hashtag relationship goals, we will be all right. Because a lot of times we don't understand the struggle that people went through or going through to get what we consider is a relationship goal. And a lot of times we don't want that test. We just want the victory on the end. So um, mm-hmm. make your own goals in your marriage. Trust God and operate in love, and you will go far. You know what, Quita? 
I, I get chills. Uh, I just got chills in my head. I just had a thought while you were speaking. You know how you 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 be going through life and you have those material things, success. You know, you've got a good job. You you got an education. Don't have any children out of wedlock. You you drive a nice car. Your mindset is I want to do right in life. I want to live a good life. I want to be married. You know, I think about you, and I look at um, the growth that I've seen in you. And, and while you were speaking on today, there is a, you've made a turn in your life. You've said to yourself, you know what? I done took enough wooden nickels in my life. Joke ain't going to give me another wooden nickel. From this point on, you either come correct or you keep stepping. I, I sense that in my spirit about you. But but looking at you, you have your daughter, you have, you know, kind of got things pretty much set. All you need now is for your Boaz to come and not be a butt. I'm not going I'm not going to say nothing else, not be a butt. So you need you 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 you're waiting on that process to take place in your life. But when that process takes place, you're not looking to lose your own identity. You mm-hmm. still want you still want to have uh, value to the relationship, but don't you see in a lot of relationships they get tangled with these people and stuff that they would never do or never be seen doing. You looking and saying, "You drink now," and so that relationship didn't take them to a better level in life. It took them to another level, but not a good level. And then they start mm-hmm. losing ground. You know, they, they they mess around and where they you know they they were people that took care of themselves. Now they all raggedy and toe up, and you trying to figure out what happened. Well, we, what we see is a person that's leading their own life and not waiting on God. Exactly. And, and you, you, you weren't grounded. You weren't grounded yourself. So when something, when you the weren't grounded came, to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Now, did I did I get, pick you up right? Oh, you your spirit man was on point because I I can't I ain't got time to settle. I can cut you off real quick. Yep. My cutoff game real yep. strong at this yep. point in my life. Yeah, I, I sensed that when you were speaking earlier. That you that you've taken a turn in your life and and it's it's no more what you used to do because you no longer want to be where those relationships have taken you to. So you're saying, look, I know what I want, I know who I am. Do you have that to offer? If you don't, there's no sense in us talking. You gone on exactly. to McDonald's and get you a happy meal because I ain't I ain't the one. Pastor Chris, you have yes, final thoughts. Uh, see. There's a lot. Well, but I'm going to give some uh, seven things love does not do. Number one, it places everything first but Christ. Number two, it dwells in the gray area of dating. Number three, lives selfishly. Yes, it does. Number four, avoid communication number five involves you in sin number six look for completion in another person and number seven compromise your purity and those are seven things love does not do okay so Okay. That that's my wrap up in a nutshell. We, because we have seven minutes and we'll let the chef 
uh, take us out with them seven minutes with her last thoughts about love or what love is not. Wow, this has been an awesome, challenging topic, painful topic. Um, I've been married 47 years. It has good times, bad times, and times now I get to the place in 47 years. I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave everything and go get me a house, get me an apartment. And that's being truthful. And I love God. And I love I, I love my husband. But sometimes, sometimes in marriage, being truthful, you know, I, you know, people say, you know, well, my my husband is my best friend, and and you know, I I can't I I I can't see um going uh, uh, my vacation everything with my best friend every day. But sometimes I don't want to be with my best friend. I don't want to be with my best friend, and then. Uh, real was it like Pastor Chris said the seven things he said that love is not and when you reverse that the opposite of what love is not and if you're getting the love what, what the love is not and not getting what the love is it is hard mm-hmm. and the scripture says how can two walk together except they agree so there has to be agreement in marriage an agreement even if you agree to disagree, right. there right. still has to be an agree- agreement. And when we come together, and if you're getting, if one person is getting all their needs met and their wants and the other one isn't, that's not balance. Mm-hmm. And the person that's not getting their needs met usually be the one that comes out sick, mm-hmm. crippled, mm-hmm. hurting, dysfunctional, mm-hmm. all of the above. And I don't believe that God want God wants a balance, and that's why He give people, give us people to help us get that balance. I remember going to a, a class, and uh, with the, with the eleven children, husband and a job, and we were talking. And the instructor she said, "You need to learn how to say no." I didn't understand what she was talking about because I was giving, I was giving, 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 giving. And my needs wasn't met because I was meeting everybody else's. So that's what she was saying. You need a balance in your life. There has to be a balance in order for you to get to, to be able to, to get what you need to give to them. You got to go get to the source and get your need met as well. So sometimes as women and men, you know, we do all the the getting of, or, or even if it's all the receiving. That's, 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 that's something that's missing sure is. And you can go through And we can put on a smile And we can put on Say the right words And all this good stuff I remember one time Going to get a card To get a card And I said Why they don't make cards To really say What you really feel mm-hmm. You know They all go and stuff No Let's let's make a card To say You know what You get on my last nerve You get on my last nerve You make me so mad But I'm still gonna hang with you I'm yep. still here with yep. you You know Just come on Let's just get real And talk about this thing you know, but we don't have cards to do that. All the cards are saying all the gooey stuff. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a lie in a, in, in a sense because it's not true. But I say to, to everyone, you know, the word of God is true. We have to deal with the word of God. And in order to, to, to get to that place, we have to get to that secret place with God. 
And we have to say, you know what, I got to deny myself or what I feel and do what God's saying. In the meantime, okay, in the meantime, he does what? He blesses us. Yes, he does. He blesses us. So we, are, we often look for our spouse, spouse uh, person in the relationship to bless us, but it's not always going to, it's not going to come through them. It's going to come through God. So that's the sacrifice of marriage. You sacrifice. But you sacrifice because God says sacrifice. Right. He told you what to do. He told you as a wife how to how to treat your husband. Husband, how to treat the wife. And we will, when we obey God, He blesses us. Even in any relationship, we do it the way God say do it, and we'll reap the benefit. Amen. And to all those that are married, marriage is work. And when you work it, it works. Are you going to get upset? Yes. You know, is it always going to be gooey-gooey, the butterflies? No. So even the young people that are getting married, we need to tell the truth. You know, and I'm so glad I had a mother that was honest, that told the truth. It's got, you know, things going to get hard. It ain't going to be gooey-gooey all the time. But when it gets hard, then you don't have to, you know, we always have a source. We always have someone to run to. Who? God. So that's how she taught us how to how to walk. Uh, uh, what you walk with God, you know. And that's drilling in the secret place. That's the secret place. Getting with him, doing it, doing what he say do. And that's the that's the bottom line to it all. And I thank God for all the listeners today. I hope that we said something that would help you. And Pastor Chris, thank you for the things, the seven things that love is not. And when you look at the love is not, look at what love is. And I'll turn it over to Pastor Chris. You all have a blessed day, blessed week, and we will see you next week, same time, same station. I don't know if we're going to be talking about love. love. We'll be talking about love because this is a this is a, a sensitive but yet necessary uh, title topic to talk on because our streets, our churches are full of hatred. Yep. A lot of the young people that are getting killed, that's dying and shooting, came out of our church. Yep. Yep. You know, and that hurts. So, and it's because somewhere the love wasn't wasn't taught or wasn't received. Yep. So, God bless you, Pastor Chris. Take it away. Amen. Amen. Well, we're out of here. We're gonna talk about love again, and we might just hit the identity crisis of this thing we call love. We'll see you next Saturday, same time, same place. God bless you, and we'll see you next Saturday.
Radio, Colleen, Texas. 